Joining me now is Dr. Chris Liu. He is the Colorectal Medical Oncology Program uh, Deputy Director and Cancer Clinical Trials uh, Office uh, member from the University of Colorado, Denver. Dr. Liu, thanks so much for spending a few minutes with us. Oh, thank you for having me for this podcast. Certainly. Uh, I found yesterday's presentation fascinating. You really took us through the history of treatment and where we are today, where we're going, and uh, talked to me about... Uh, the state of treatment now, and then if you would, where are we going? Yeah, so uh, we're going to skip uh, about four thousand six hundred years of my my presentation. <laughs> you know, and I, we have loyal yeah. listeners. I don't know that they're that loyal, though. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, to to kind of recap what we had talked about uh, yesterday. Um, you know, the history of cancer has been described for many millennia, you know, but this idea of truly being able to treat cancer with a drug is really something that that has uh, only come about in the 1940s or 1950s. So, this, even this concept of giving any medicine uh, to treat cancer is, is still fairly uh, a new one. Uh, you know, if you think about where we are in terms of the current state of, of uh, colorectal cancer treatment, um, you know, a lot of development has happened over the last decade, you know, to, to maybe 15 years in terms of the development of newer chemotherapies. One of the things that we had talked about yesterday was, you know, for 40 years, there was only one drug to treat metastatic colorectal cancer. And if you think about the fact that now we have 11 FDA-approved drugs to treat colorectal cancer, that number has virtually exploded, and it's really been in the last 10 to 15 years that these drugs have um, have been approved for the use. And so, where we are now is kind of this combination of treating colorectal cancer with chemotherapy and targeted therapy. And so, one of the big kind of explosions in terms of uh, the treatment of colorectal cancer came about when when newer chemotherapy drugs uh, were used and approved for the treatment of metastatic colorectal cancer. And a lot of people that are listening to this podcast are certainly familiar with these drugs. Um, not only 5-fluorouracil, which has been the mainstay of treatment for colorectal cancer, but also irinotecan and oxaliplatin. And of course, there are other oral chemotherapies uh, that are now approved. One of the other developments over the past decade has been the advent of targeted therapy. So if you think about chemotherapy as kind of dropping an unguided bomb onto your target, you may or may not hit your target, but you certainly get a lot of collateral damage. You know, and you think about this idea of chemotherapy killing fast-growing cells, you may kill the cancer, and certainly there have been vast improvements in terms of treating colorectal cancer, but you also have side effects from that treatment, which include significant fatigue, sometimes diarrhea, nausea, neuropathy. Um, the idea of a targeted drug is really to be able to find a target that the cancer utilizes to promote its growth and survival. And if you can hit that target with a drug, uh, you may may be able to limit the side effects, but definitely hit you know, hit the cancer uh, where it is most important. So there's certainly um, targeted drugs uh, that are now FDA approved that we utilize. And then the last part of uh, the talk that we talked about yesterday was this advent of immunotherapy. Uh, we know that immunotherapy works in a smaller subset of colorectal cancer. This is in patients that have something called microsatellite unstable colorectal cancer or MSI high colorectal cancer. We also talked about some of the research being done to um, uh, to use immunotherapy in a much larger population of patients that have colorectal cancer, and that is the microsatellite stable colorectal cancer that represents about 95% uh, of the patient population with metastatic colorectal cancer. So, you know, if you kind of look at where we are now, 
you know, we're using a lot of chemotherapy. Uh, we're using targeted therapy, which has also added some incremental benefit to, to um, treating uh, colorectal cancer. We're using those in combination, chemotherapy with targeted therapy. And on the horizon, um, we're looking at the development of immunotherapy to try to get the immune system to be able to find a cancer, attack it, kill it. Um, and then also really kind of focusing on trying to find the patients that are going to benefit the most from the drugs that we have uh, and the drugs that are currently in development. So we call these biomarkers. We want to find the right drugs for the right patients, right? We don't want to use this one-size-fits-all strategy anymore. Um, and, and you're going to see a lot of work being developed to either find these biomarkers either in the tumor that we biopsy or sometimes even the blood, if we can kind of find the mutations or the genes or even the signature that predicts success, uh, that's where we're going to limit side effects and that's where we're going to have the most effectiveness in terms of treating colorectal cancer. Sounds so exciting. Where, uh, kind of a two-part question. Where do you envision will be five years from now and where do you hope will be, say, between five and ten years okay. from now? <laughs> Well, you, you know, I'll, I'll tackle this question kind of going from start to finish. So, you know, in the next five years, um, I think we're starting to see better blood tests uh, to detect cancer. Um, we're going to see, uh, you know, advances in screening techniques, uh, being able to screen or, or offer better screening options for patients. Um, in terms of early stage colorectal cancer, um, we're going to uh, find out probably in about eight months or so uh, whether we can give less chemotherapy for early stage colorectal cancer to prevent its recurrence, and which would be huge in terms of uh, being able to prevent side effects. Um, we also want to see, you know, some of these drugs that we're developing, you know, for treatment of metastatic colorectal cancer and see if they're even more effective or e effective in earlier stage colorectal cancer. In terms of where we are going to be, you know, five years from now for metastatic colorectal cancer, I think we're going to start to see um, more immunotherapy trials uh, in development and also, you know, in, in place and, and, and accruing patients. And I think you're going to see immunotherapy. We know that for a vast majority for uh, patients with colorectal cancer are not going to benefit from one immunotherapy alone. It's just not going to be effective. And so what you're going to see are combinations. Can we combine chemo? And immunotherapy. Can we combine targeted drugs with immunotherapy? There's actually a phase three trial that's completing accrual that we discussed in our session today uh, of a MEK inhibitor, a targeted drug, which is a pill in combination with an immune checkpoint inhibitor. You're going to start to see um, trials that investigate the use of radiation with immunotherapy. Can we start to train the immune system to be able to fight the cancer and then activate that cancer with a drug uh, called an immune checkpoint inhibitor? Um, so you're going to start to see a lot of those trials uh, for immunotherapy, but at the same time, you're going to continue to see the development of targeted therapy, combination of targeted regimens with a specific biomarker to, again, try to find the right patients for the right combination of drugs. And you're going to see immunotherapy trials move forward, but at the same time, you're going to see targeted therapy uh, trials continue to move forward because I do not think immunotherapy is going to work, at least in the short term, for everybody. Okay. Um, one of the questions that you asked is kind of way longer term. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And, uh, I think as I won't hold you to yeah. it, but I asked, you know, what you hope for. <laughs> sure. I think one of the things that um, as we get a better understanding of the, you know, 
the genes that are involved in cancer development and cancer progression, um, as we get a better understanding of what genes are kind of just what we call passenger mutations, where they're just along for the ride, but they're not really driving growth, uh, versus being able to find out, well, what what are the mutations that are truly driving this cancer? Well, that's what we you know really need to nail down over the next decade. Uh, and that's our understanding of tumor biology increases and improves, then we'll be able to then offer better treatment selection. Uh, and as there are more and more drugs that come on to, you know, into the clinical trial arena where they're targeting different mutations, different pathways, we might be able to start pairing uh, these driver mutations, being able to detect them and identify them, and maybe be able to pair them with truly a drug that will hit that driver mutation or a combination of drugs that will hit that driver mutation. And that's really what we want to see over the next 10 years. That in combination with immunotherapy, you may be able to get some very robust results. Sounds really exciting. Dr. Liu, thank you so much for uh, taking the time and giving us an update. And thank you for all the great work you do. Absolutely. It's my pleasure. And thank you for listening.